You're now listening to a Word for Deliverance podcast with Pastor Leonard D. Cochran of A Place of Refuge Noonan. A Place of Refuge Noonan is located in the city of Noonan, Georgia. To stay better connected with us for more exclusive information and updates, download our church app, A Place of Refuge Noonan, or visit our church website at apor-noonan.org. Now, let's join in for today's message. Uh, we're going to read verse 16 and conclude or finish at verse 17. Notice Psalm 116, verse 1 says, I'm reading out the New King James Version. I love the Lord because he has heard my voice and my supplications. Because he has inclined his ear to me. Therefore, I will call upon him as long as I live. I love the Lord because he heard my voice and my supplications. So you don't just love God just for the sake of loving him. There's a reason you love him. There's a why. Why do you love God the way you need to? Well, I love of the way you do. Well, I love the Lord because if you can't give me your because, I question if you truly love him. Come on. And remember what Jesus said. If you love me, keep my commandments. The psalmist revealed. He said, I love the Lord because he has heard my voice and my supplications. Because he has inclined his ear to me. He heard me in the day of trouble. He heard me in the day of my distress. He listened to me when I needed saving. See, that should register to some of us. Because we was in a terrible place. We was in a low place. Needing salvation. And God listened. He heard us. He heard us and saved us. Notice verse number 16. Oh, Lord, truly, I am your servant. See, you done heard my prayers. You done inclined your ear. You done saved me. And as a result, I know that I owe you. I know I'm indebted to you. So, Lord, I am your servant. I'm your eBay. I'm your slave. I'm sold out to you and to you only. Oh, Lord, truly, I am your servant. Notice he says it again. I am your servant. I'm your slave. You are master. You are Lord. The son of your maidservant. Notice what he said. You have loosed my bond. I will offer to you the sacrifice of thanksgiving. I will call upon the name of the Lord. Now remember when it came to calling upon the name of the Lord, he's going to do it because that's where his reliance is at. He's relying upon God. He's trusting God. Do do you see it? Now notice in the latter clause of verse 2, he said, Therefore I will call upon him, him being God, Notice this, you really got to catch this, as long as I live. 
This is going to be my lifestyle. My way of living. Do y'all see that? You can't miss that. Therefore, I will call upon him as long as I live. Lord, as long as there's breath in my body, I'm going to use it to call upon you. I'm going to use it, if you'll notice verse 17, to give you thanksgiving. As long as I live, I'm going to offer to you the sacrifice of thanksgiving. Again, this is a lifestyle, a way that he is determined, listen to me carefully, to forever live. He's going to forever live like this, giving thanks to God. Based upon that, I want us to be more like the psalmist. Therefore, my subject this morning, living in thankful mode. Living in thankful mode. M-O-D-E. Living in thankful mode. And let's give God a praise for our subject this morning. Come on, let's give him a tremendous hand to pray. Living in thankful mode. Living in thankful mode. Of course, thankfulness has to do with a person who is grateful. A person who doesn't mind expressing his or her gratitude for all that God has done, all that he is doing, and for all that he is going to do. We need to make it our business to live in thankful mode. And so my prayer today, because everyone who's gathered here on location and those who are joining us live are not living in thankful mode. And so what needs to happen today is that there's somebody who's going to hear the word of the Lord and they need to activate thankful mode. They need to activate thankful mode. But there's also those of us who have already activated thankful mode. This is where we live. This is our lifestyle. But we need to be more determined than ever to not deactivate being in thankful mode. In other words, I'm telling somebody, regardless of what you may be going through this morning that's very challenging to you, I want to advise you to stay in thankful mode. Oh, didn't nobody give him a praise then. I said, I want to advise you to continue giving God praise. Continue letting him know how much you appreciate him. Woo, yes, that, that. Continue allowing him to know over and over. And see, we can't tell him too much. You can never say to God too much or too many times, Lord, I love you and thank you for being so good to me. And there's nothing like trouble to cause a person to deactivate thankful mode. 
And so we're going to have to, again, for some of us, we need to activate thankful mode. Because, again, God has been good to you no matter what you may be dealing with this morning. Somebody needs to know that. I need y'all to look at a neighbor and tell him or her, God has been good to you. Despite what you're going through. How many believe it this morning by a show of hands? How many believe that God being good to you despite what you are going through? Because can I be honest this morning? Everybody in here is going through something. All of us dealing with things. All of us are going through something. Never think that a person is, is not going through anything. No, no, no. We all go through. Oh, I got to preach out. I said we all go through. We all have our difficult moments, our challenging times. But some of us have just learned no matter what we're going through, we're going to stay in thankful mode. I said we're going to stay in thankful mode. I'm not looking for God to do anything in order for me to be thankful. I'm thankful for what he has already done. Come on, y'all know how your pastor I'll go back 20 years thanking God for something that he did 20 plus years ago. Do you know I still thank God for saving me? I still thank God for changing my life. That's been over 25 years ago, but I'm still thanking him. See, can you catch this? As if he did it today. That's how much joy I have about being saved. Wow, I'm so happy, y'all. I'm so happy. Be seated. Nothing needs to happen in my life to cause me to be happy. I'm happy right where I'm at. Do y'all hear me? And that's important. What does the word mode mean? M-O-D-E. Thankful mode. Number one, it is a way of acting. See, if you're truly in thankful mode, it should show in your attitude. Come on, I said it should show in your attitude. You can't have a stank attitude. And you're saying to me that you're in thankful mode. No. 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 You can't say to me that, Pastor, I'm in thankful mode, but your attitude is not right. It's not right. See, being thankful is something that a person should be able to see whoa, on you. I should be able to see it on you. Pastor, I don't know if I agree with you. Well, why is it that I can see on you when you're not thankful? See, I want people to be able to see that I'm a thankful person and not even be able to tell what I'm dealing with because they, they see that my attitude is one of that I'm grateful for what I have. Come on, I'm grateful for who God has made me to be. I'm going to deal with some of you because what's messing up or hindering you 
from getting in thankful mode or activating thankful mode is desiring to be somebody else. Well, I wish I was her. I wish I was him. I wish I lived the kind of life that they live. Let me tell you a thing or two. First of all, you don't know what it takes to be them. You don't know, well, even in totality, what all they went through to get to where they are. Y'all know I'm right about it. I should be getting more amen. It's easy to look at somebody. And you're basically looking at a finished work. Not finished in totality, but not where it started. Come on. Some of you are not where you started. I mean, when I look at you, I, I think about just saying to some folks, hey, you clean up real good. Man, God has did a number on you. Be seated. See, in getting saved, I don't know if you have the testimony, but in getting saved, God made me look better. Yeah, I look better saved. I see some of you don't think you look better, but I, I, I look better saved. Because see, true happiness, though it's inward, I'm telling you, it works its way outwardly. I'm just looking around. I'm just surveying the congregation. See, it's a way of acting. You, you, you have to watch your facial expressions. You, you have to watch your, your body language. You don't just talk with your mouth. You talk with your body. The world calls it giving off vibes. And secondly, it has to do with Mode being a way of operating. This is how I'm going to operate. This is how I'm going to live my life. I'm going to live my life always being in thankful mode. And it takes something to activate it and keep it on. Because I will tell you this morning that there are things that are coming. There are people coming with the sole purpose of making you deactivate thankful mode. Want you to get out of that and get into another way of operating. But we can't do it. We have to stay in thankful mode. Now, there is a term that I briefly want to deal with. That term is being in a thankful mood. M-O-O-D. Being in a thankful mood. 
You have to be careful about this one because, because though you are in a thankful mood, people often have mood swings. This is the problem with a lot of folks. You're not in thankful mode. You're in a thankful mood. See, that means your thankfulness is contingent on you getting your way. It's contingent on you getting what you want. And if you don't get what you want, if you don't get your way, your mood swings. See, I just hit somebody. That's you. Yeah, you smiling today. You had a good weekend, according to you. But when you are in Christ, every weekend is a good week. And you have saints who operate like sinners. Sinners live in thankful mood. But as we know, that mood can easily, I thought somebody was going to help me, change or, or shift. You know, you hear people say right now, well, you know, I, I need to go ahead and, and get in, in, in this thankful mood. You know, Thanksgiving about to be here. But see, for a true believer, we don't wait to no third week of November to be thankful. Every day is Thanksgiving Day. Come on. Matter, I'm going to drop one on you. Matter of fact, you can eat a turkey every day if you choose to. And you hear folks say, well, you know, I, I just been going through this, that, and that. But, you know, I, I just need to go ahead and get in, in, in a thankful mood because, you know, you, you know, the holidays are, are, are here. Mm -mm. See, I'm, I'm talking about living in thankful mode. Are y'all hearing me? Are, are y'all with me? See, so you have to beware of, of mood swings. Let me, let me briefly mention, mention a couple of things that causes mood swings or what people blame it on. And I'm not saying we can never have a moment where we are not thankful the way we need to be, but you got to recognize that's a moment you need to quickly repent. You need to quickly recognize I'm not right. When you get turned down, you may not be excited that they said no, but you can't let that steal or rob you of your thankfulness for what God has already done. See, they, they may turn you down for your car, but see, you got to be thankful that you did drive up there in one. See, I'm messing with somebody. Well, how you going to be happy? And they said no. So you mean their yes was the basis for your happiness? Can't give me in that kind of power. Right? You mean you happy because they complimented you on the dress, which means they'd have said that ain't working for you? 
They would have stole your happiness. You know, some folks, it's easy to steal their happiness. Some women, it's easy to steal their happiness. That, that, you know, that, 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 I don't know, why you do your hair like that? And, and they got a face when they saying it. And so you like to do it like what? Because you already getting defensive. Call. They face it like, why, why, what made you do your hair like that? I'm not just thought I'd try something. Girl, that ain't you. That ain't working for you. See, you got to be looking right now and say, your opinion. <laughs> didn't ask for it. Didn't need it. <laughs> Somebody already told me this morning that it looked wonderful. Who told you that? I did. I told myself. One of the quickest ways to get rid of low self-esteem is by uplifting yourself. Start encouraging yourself. Make it a daily thing. Speaking live to yourself. Young people, don't live up under the opinion of your peers. Go to school happy already. And don't let nobody, what anybody says, steal your joy. Or cause you to de- Activate thank you mode. Don't do it. Don't do it. I don't like to see saints who have what I'm laboring this morning bad mood swings. I don't like it. I, I think you can start that as a babe. But, but then you got to learn how to take control of your attitude. Because your attitude affects your character. Bad attitude brings forth bad character. And who's in control of that? God? No, you. You're in control of that. See, you don't need nobody but yourself to ruin a day. Did y'all catch that? You don't need nobody but you to ruin a day, a month, a year. Whoa, a life. People in this congregation, some of you don't even recognize blessings that you have missed already because you don't live in thankful mode. Because I'm going to show you, people who live in thankful mode, God is always doing something for them. Always. He's always doing something. They always have a testimony. The Bible talks about how he loads us down daily. How often? How often? He loads us down daily with benefits. I know one reason I continue to go higher is because of how thankful I am about where I'm at. I know I didn't get that many claps. See, see, we live in a time where more folks are just more, 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 more. And ain't nothing wrong if God puts you in a season of more, 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 more. But don't be more, more, more. If I get more, I'll be happy. If I get the job, I'll be happy. If God will allow this to happen, I'll be, no. That's the wrong way of living. Because it's saying about you that you don't know how to be content. 
Come on. And see, contentment, according to Paul, is something he had to learn how to be content. He had to learn how to be satisfied. There's something y'all not going to like this. There's something you have to look at God and know. Lord, if you do it, I'm going to be happy. But if you choose not to do it in this life, I know what's coming in the next life. Some of you didn't clap. You didn't like that. Bible talks about how Paul sought the Lord three times that he might remove a thorn from his flesh. And God's answer was no. When the enemy says no, God says yeah. Sometimes God says no. What are you going to do when he says no? Lord, open this door. I have faith that you can open it. No. What you going to do? What you going to do? Wow, I'm looking at what you going to do. What you going to do? What are you going to do? And it does no good to catch an attitude with God. He's he just too powerful. Come on, come on. Some of my folks are smiling who, who are like me. We done caught an attitude with him before. Then got mad at him. Let him know that too. I mean, by show of hand, I ain't afraid to let folks know I've been mad at God before. Come on. I've been mad at God before. Then you had to realize, wait a minute. God ain't wrong. I'm wrong. I'm wrong. I'm wrong. I'm wrong. God gonna do it on, on his timing. But see that, 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 that thing that we see in sinners. And like I always teach y'all, anything that's operating in the world system, Satan being the prince of this world, it always tries to work its way into God's church. To where you see church folk acting more like worldly folk with these I know some of you thought I had forgot I did with these mood swings some of you say he just ain't gonna leave that alone I ain't cause you here and you have them and when you are babe I'm stressing you have to learn I can't afford to be like this I have to grow beyond this. And many of us, since being in Christ, we have seen our progression. How God had to teach us. Because see, sometimes before God blesses you, I'm going to get to this. Before he blesses you in the manner that he desires to, y'all got to catch this, he will often put you around people who are already there. Just to see how you respond to them. How you treat them. 
Will you bless them? Will you be good to them? Or will you be jealous of them? Because you can't bless nobody you're jealous of. See, God told Abraham, I'm going to bless those who bless you. And those who curse you, I'm going to curse them. But what happens to the person who looks at Abram and says, I'm not blessing him. Look what he has. Look what he's doing. See, I'm telling you what I know. Before God started blessing me, the way he's blessing me right now, or the way he's blessing us right now, he put us around people who was already there. And I know he watched our attitude. Because I'm finna hit some of you with something. You only like being around people who you feel are lower than you. I hate to go here, but this is the example that just popped in my mind. Y'all, y'all forgive me. You, you don't see women and girls who, they don't hang with people that they know they look better than them. Ain't nobody coming in this group that look better than me. That can dress better than me. No, you won't get in the group. Even in families, you have sisters, blood sisters, who are jealous of the success of their own sister. Inwardly they hope she fails. Your own sister. Imagine Joseph's own brothers didn't like because he had a big dream. His own brother. That's when Jesus said, your enemies and your foes are of your own household. Isn't it amazing how a stranger will clap for you? And people who got your same last name can't clap for you. Can't cheer for you. Your own wife can't applaud when God blesses you. She struggles. Something wrong with a church that can't be happy when God blesses their pastor. Something wrong with you. Something wrong, something bad wrong with you. You'd rather see me down than to see God raise me up. And call me your spiritual father. Something wrong with that. Be seated. Something wrong with that. Something wrong. uh, Ladies, I'm on y'all. Something wrong with a mama jealous of her own daughter. To the point that where she won't allow her daughter to wear that and look young. Now mama old self got it on. Trying to compete with her own daughter. 
see, when we look at thankful mood, it's often that which is up and down. Here today, gone tomorrow. Why is that? Well, well I'm going to just tell you what some folks say. Some folk blame it on personality. They'll tell you in a minute that that's just, that's just how I, I am. Woo! Teach that thing right, Pastor. I, 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 I ain't a morning person. The psalmist said early will I seek thee. I, 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 I just say no. How let me round noon. I ain't myself without my with, with, with my co- so the coffee your savior. You 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 need a you, you you need a strong cup of coffee to put you in the mood. See that folks sitting in church right now. God been good to her, but this how they looking at me. They look at me, and this is how they look at folk get excited. It's like they saying, she got that same spirit he got. These folks are really crazy. Do they really believe this? Yes. But hold on. You have to learn in God things about your personality that ain't right. And start through the Word working on it. Working on it. Come on, somebody. Working on it. Do you know that you spot the negative before you spot the positive? I know you're right. That's my person. I got to work. I got to start working on that. Do you know you frown more than you smile? I, that's my person. I got to work. I got to work on that. Come on. Now, some folk blame it on their, oh, I told you, it's sister day. Their hormones. It's amazing how people who are not in the scientific field, but fully believe certain things. Women will tell you, it's my heart, it's my hormones. Once a month, I'm going to be angry. I'm going to be grouchy. But it ain't my fault. It's my hormones. And all the sisters are like, now y'all turn into some of them. That ain't funny. Because my hormones is is cutting up. See, you have to recognize that you can speak to your body. 
You can command your body to line up. Put your flesh under subject. Make that body line up. Don't keep walking in a bad attitude blaming it on your hormones. What's your husband supposed to do? Move out once a month? To your hormones go back to being? But it's amazing how when you're in the middle of that hormone thing, a little money will bring you out of it. A little... You're making me wonder if it's real or not. Some folk claim they inherited it. You ever heard a person tell you what? You know, my family, all of us like this. So all y'all mean? All y'all go from zero to ten? Ooh, is that a Jackson thing? Is that a Cochrane thing? Is that a Gamble thing? Is that a right thing? No, Pastor, we all like this. Even if that seems to be the case, for a child of God, it's not an excuse. You should be striving to be more like Jesus every day and less like people whose attitudes are not right. Am I right? Some folk blame it on medication. Some folk blame it on stress. Well, Pastor, I'm in a stressful situation. But see, you shouldn't allow anything including circumstances, to cause you to deactivate thankful mode. Are y'all here with me? Paul says in 2 Timothy chapter 3 that in the last days, perilous times will come. He started naming the traits or the characteristics of men in the last days. One of the things Paul emphasizes that will be seen in men and women in the last days is unthankfulness. We live in a time where people are simply not grateful for the things they have. Come on. Now, I'm going to say something that's going to seem cruel, but I got to get my point across. Many of you have more to be grateful for than you realize. Yes, you do. No matter the age of anybody in here, there's somebody who didn't live to get to that age. Come on. While you poking your lips out about turning 70, 
Therefore, who never saw seven days. So you, so you need to be real careful how you look at being 70. Listen, there are people. This is the one y'all not going to like, but it's got to bring the point home. There are people who would love to eat out of your trash can. Not your table. Therefore, who would love to live on what you throw away. They would love to have your scraps. That leftover you complaining about and looking down on. That's a gourmet meal for somebody somewhere. They take that. See, see, y'all think about sometimes some of you throw away food that hadn't even expired. We get so picky nowadays. I ain't got a taste for that. I, I don't want that. I ain't craving that. Look how blessed you are. You only eat what you crave. Somebody ought to give him a praise. I said, look how blessed we are. Most of you eat on a daily basis what you crave or want. And there are people that hadn't did that their entire life. They've never had one meal because it's what they craved. And we'll come to church and sit down. Come on, somebody. Come on, somebody. And see, I'm putting out a disclaimer today. If you have food that has not expired, that has not expired, you know you don't want it, you don't have a taste for it, the trash can is not the place for that food. The refuge house is that place. Well, you should be bringing that food because you're grateful for being in overflow mode and you want to help somebody that's less fortunate than you are. That's where you bring that food. Let me close this thing. Look at Psalm 116. So we got to live in thankful mode. Thanking God for health. Come on, somebody. Notice what the psalmist said. I love the Lord because he has heard my voice and my supplication. Because he has inclined his ear to me. Notice it. Therefore, I will call upon him. Whoa, I love it. Talk to a psalmist. As long as I live. He is purposed to live a certain way. Which tells me that I can do the same. I don't have to be this person who's up and down. 
I don't have to be this person who's having mood swings. I can activate thankful mode. And that can be the life that I'm enjoying. Y'all hear me? The pains of death surrounded me. You see it? The pains of death surrounded me. And the pangs, pangs of Sheol laid hold of me. Whoa, is he going through something? Oh, he's in something. He's in something. He can't get himself. I'm trying to close it back. Has anybody ever found yourself in a bad place? But you couldn't get yourself. Anybody have been in a bad place mentally and you knew I'm in a bad place mentally, but I can't seem to, to, to deliver my Death is surrounded. Oh, I got to teach to somebody. Have you ever been in a place where it seemed like death was following you? That, that speaks of the place that your soul, because one thing the soul represents is the part of man that makes him or her aware of their surrounding. Have you ever been in such a low place that it was as if death was just around you? Come on, I'm only teaching to a few folk, but they need to hear. It, it seemed like you could feel death. That miserable. Come on, somebody. I'm talking to somebody. He said, I found trouble and sorrow. Then I called. See, it's from this place that he calls, that he cries out, that he lifts his voice. He said, then I called upon the name of the Lord. Oh, Lord, I implore you, I beg of you, deliver. See, I told you his soul was in a bad place. Deliver my soul. Bring me out of this place. Bring me out. There's somebody, you, you, you in a place right now. God is the only one who can bring you out of that place. But he can't bring you out of that place unless you are willing to call upon him. Ask help of me, says the Lord, and I will help you. Call upon me and I will answer you. That's what God is saying to somebody this morning. I will bring you out of that place that you cannot bring nor deliver yourself from. Oh, I'm talking to somebody. Then I called upon the name of the Lord. Oh, Lord, I implore you, deliver my soul. Gracious is the Lord and righteous. Yes, our God is merciful. The Lord preserves the simple. I was brought low. Woo! Talk to me, psalmist, because I've been right where you was. I was brought low and he saved. Woo! What put him in thankful mode? God saving him. Tell your neighbor nothing, nothing. puts you in thankful mode. Like knowing 
that God saved you. Ooh, I mean, I have this, that, and the other, but one thing I know that I'm saved. I know God saved me. I know God filled me with His precious Holy Ghost. I know that I'm saved. Oh, I wanted the church to get happy then. I wanted folk who were truly saved to give God praise because you know He saved you. He saved me. He saved me from myself. He saved me from my enemies. He saved me from the drugs. He saved me from the liquor. He, he saved me. Oh, y'all better give him praise. Some of us, he saved us from getting A's. He poured us out. I said he poured us out. I said he poured you out, sister. He was the one who delivered you. He was the one who made your life better. Heal what the doctor said could not be. Come on, if you're saved this morning, give him a praise. I want everybody that's saved to get on your feet and give God a praise for saving you. I want you to give him a praise for changing your life for the better. Delivering you from a life of practicing sin and killing yourself. Oh, we can do better than that. Give him a praise. Mama didn't save you. Daddy didn't save you. Pastor didn't save you. Grandmama didn't save you. You better praise the one that saved you. You better praise the one that delivered you. Whoa! Folk gave up on you, but he saved you. Folk quit on you, but he saved you. Folk walked out on you, but he saved you. Be seated so I can finish it. Because God saved him. Notice something about living in thankful mode. It causes you to become his servant. When you live in thankful mode, you recognize that you are a slave. Listen to his will. Lord, the main thing I want to do is your will. Because you saved me. Lord, I don't want anything that's not according to your will. I don't want nobody in my life that's not according to your will. If they're not according to your will, move them, God. Move them. If they walk away, I'll dance. I'll shout. Let me know when folk enter my life. Let me know when they're seizure for being in my life. Oh. Come on, I'm teaching good. I don't want nothing. No reason I rejoiced this morning about the new member is because I believe God sent her. You know why that's important? Because I don't want nobody up here that God didn't send. Visit us, hallelujah. Pass through, hallelujah. But to stay, to become a part of us, to be part of the family. 
I want you to know and I want to know that God sent you. Well, Pastor, I'll take it. No, I don't want it if it ain't according to his will. Why? I'm his eBay. I'm sold out. Notice what he said. Oh, Lord, I'm in verse 16. I'm your servant. I am your servant. The son of your maidservant. The way mama served you, I'm going to serve you in that same thing. You have loosed my bonds. You have made me free. And the Bible says, whom the son make free is free in me. He knew he received true deliverance. There are some things that will come. There are some things you can do that it will give you what is seemingly temporary deliverance. Come on. Sometimes you can be sad and just and just get drunk. Just get drunk. I ain't telling you to get drunk. Don't get drunk. It's going to leave the day get high. I'm doing what pastors say. Uh, what I'm saying here, and many of us have been there, you can get drunk. And oh man, your problems here. You ain't think about that. But see, when you come down, that problem ain't went nowhere. That problem's still there. You can sleep with folk. And I don't mean lay down beside them and close your eyes. And in that 15 or 20 minutes, you seem rejuvenated. Afterwards, you're sick to your stomach. Because it is not true. I'm telling you, I've seen people get in affairs and be like they on cloud nine. But see, that's not true deliverance. Oh, I'm going to make some of you mad. True deliverance is not even in getting things. True deliverance is knowing you save. Can I say it like the old folk? And you save for real, real. We threw a little new in there too, for real, real. But also you tell her, you, you got to get saved for real, son. Mother, I'm trying. Don't try, boy. You got to get saved. Good and saved. Notice verse 17. I will offer. I will offer. I will offer. Somebody say, I will. I will. Somebody shout, I will. I will. Somebody shout like you mean it. I will. I will. You ain't shouting like you mean it. Shout, I will. I will. Y'all almost there. Y'all almost there. Somebody shout, I will. I will. Woo. Sound like the church pack. Shout it again. I will. I will. What you going to do? Offer to you the sacrifice of thanksgiving. I'm going to offer it to you. Now listen, it takes nothing to offer it. When things go the way you want them to go. But I will suggest again, he's living in thankful mode. Even God, when it doesn't go the way I prayed that it would go, I will offer the sacrifice. It's an offering that I owe you and I present my body Whoa. as a living sacrifice. 
sacrifice, holy, acceptable unto God, which is our reasonable. I'm going to give you one scripture and I'm done. Ephesians 5, we're going to close there. Living in thankful mode. I had another one. I'm going to close in Ephesians 5. Living in thankful mode. Remember what I said when I started this message? My prayer was that somebody would activate living in thankful mode. And that others would be determined to remain there and never deactivate it. Notice the book of Ephesians is where we will close to back up this subject. Living in thankful mode. Notice Ephesians 5 and verse 20. Look at verse 20. Known to some as 20. Yeah, look at verse 20. Don't y'all act like that. People talk differently. <laughs> to some folks, it's 20. To some folks, it's 20. 2 0. 2 0. Ephesians 5 2 0. We're only going to read the first three words. That's all we need to close this subject. That's all we need. Some of y'all done got that, so you done read it. You know that's all we need. You know that bags up living in thankful mode. I said, this bags up living in thankful mode. Ephesians 5 and 20. Y'all go help me read them first three words. Yes. On three. One, two, three. Y'all got to get to where y'all was with I will. I can't let y'all leave like that. Y'all got to get there. Y'all ready? Now the close is on y'all. But I'm not going to close it till y'all get to that level. I wish I had a sound meter up here. Minister Martin made me look and give me a sound meter. Yeah. I ain't never heard nobody having that. I know I want a sound meter. So when they reach that, that, that point where them decimals hit, I know y'all there. We only reading them first three. Hey, y'all get in thankful mode. That chicken gonna be there. Them black eyes ain't going nowhere. Just hold up. Chick-fil-A closed today. Just hold up. I want to prove to you that you can live in thankful mode. Ephesians 5 and 20, first three words. We're going to read it on three. If y'all get it right the first time, we close. The meter is in my head. It cannot be seen with the naked eye. Are y'all ready? That means even if you ain't saved, you got to help us reach this. So stop frowning and help us reach it. Y'all ready? One, two, three. Give me thanks always. Woo! Did they get it? I'm going to let you judge. They got it. All right, we done. We done. Come on, give them a praise. That, that's it. That's living in thankful. Pray that you are blessed by today's message. Be sure to listen and share other messages available through our podcast outreach. We thank you for all of your past, present, and future support for our ministry. And remember, Jesus is a refuge.